Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. minutes that we have, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put barakah in it, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for mercy and, and, and victory for the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Dear brothers and sisters, as we know, we are going through, we went through the 10 days of the, days of the Hijjah, and we went through the Hajj itself. Many of us, we took our families to go and make sacrifice, whether it was a camel, whether it was a goat or a sheep or a cow. You make sure that you follow the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Millat of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Even Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was told to follow the Millat of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. From the stories of Ibrahim alayhi salam, dear brothers and sisters, there is one main point, especially because Mashallah, Tabarakallah, I see a lot of youth here, especially young ones. A lesson that we must learn. And I'm going to put it in a form of a story that the children get it. <coughs> you know, brothers and sisters, Ibrahim salam, he was someone that made sure not to follow the culture of the time. He was of the type of person that made sure that he was against the grain. He took stands that no one was willing to take. He was willing to sacrifice what no one was till today, people hesitate to take a stand or to sacrifice the way Ibrahim did. You find him that when kufr is so common, like following culture, following kufr culture, following what is known and what is apparent and what is, you know, something it's easy to follow. Especially when he came to his own father, someone who used to carve out statues, and he was a, had a big position within the government of Namrud. I mean, in the, in the, the king of the time, someone who used to sell statues to make money, it was economically befitting for him. And he, for Ibrahim alayhi salam, he could have just said, oh look, this is the income, this is the way we make money. And I'm not going to take a stand against my own father, who could be economically or financially hurt if I take a stand that I'm taking today. 
And that stand was that he was willing to go and destroy the statues. Willing to go and not only destroy statues, but to let the whole community know that I'm not going to come to your whatever it is that you do on a yearly basis, but I'm going to teach you a lesson that you need to understand and learn if you are going to want to succeed. Not only in the dunya, but in the hereafter. Imagine, brothers and sisters, especially for the young kids here, because Ibrahim was a type of person that was, that was questioning, not that he is questioning, but he's making the society around him question what it is that you actually believe, what it is that you actually follow, what are your convictions about? Did you even think about what it is that you believe or you say you believe? Or is it that just something that you just want to do? And I think about it for a moment. Imagine, especially the kids here, especially the youth here. Imagine for a moment you're walking on the street. Right? You're just walking along on a sidewalk. And someone, few people stop, stop by on, on a, in a truck, in a van. And they blindfold you. And then they put you in a van and they take you out for an hour. You have no clue where you're going. No one knows. The only other, other than the people who are driving, you have no clue where you're being taken. You know one thing that you've been kidnapped. You have no clue where you've been taken. And imagine all of a sudden after an hour, two hour, three hour drive, they bring you to this place. It looks like a palace. You've never seen before. And then, then they bring you to this palace, they remove your blindfolds. You remember, you, you, they remove your blinds. What is the first question that you ask? Go ahead, I can just not look, so I can still ask you. Where am I? Right? Where am I? Where are you taking me? What's going on here? What do you want from me? Why me? What's the purpose of you bringing me here? What do you want from me? Now imagine this, especially the young ones. Imagine this for a moment. You were in your mother's womb. Think about that as the man, right? You're being taken nine months. And all of a sudden you come into this dunya, this palace. Isn't that the same question that you should ask? Where am I? Why am I here? What am I going to do here? What's my purpose here? Who bought me here? What do you want? Whoever it is that you bought me here, what is the purpose that you bought me here for? And this is why, because these are such questions, that questions Ibrahim is asking, he's asking, he's telling his own father, do you not realize what you have been created for? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it so clear for us, dear brothers and sisters, Allah Azza gave us the answer that the only reason you have been created is that you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the purpose that I have sent you to this dunya for. Imagine, brothers and sisters, there is not one thing in this masjid, in this hall, in this dunya, in this space that you're sitting in, there is not one thing here that is not fulfilling a purpose. You run and you sacrifice the goat or a lamb or a sheep, whatever it is that you that you sacrifice. Imagine even that animal that you probably already ate part of it fulfilled its purpose. 
The reason why it was created for, I hope you were thinking about it when you were slaughtering it, when you put that knife on the neck of that animal. The only reason that animal is there is for to say, Allahumma labbaik. That's the only reason it was created. So that knife can be cut. And that knife was the only reason that knife was created. So it can be used to do what Allah wanted to do. Think about these things, brothers and sisters. These are not just rituals. These are not just traditions. These are not just some type of, you know, stories that we tell our children. These are realities. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, mention them to your children, your families. And he's being told, Ya Muhammad, you need to say these things. So that may, they may protect themselves from hellfire because the moment they turn away from Milla of Ibrahim السلام, they're going to go nowhere but Jahannam. Imagine Allah is telling that those people, subhanAllah, brothers and sisters, even in, in this ayah, Allah did not say that this sheep or this they just eat and they drink and they play like an arm, like those sheep. But they're not the sheep, are not going to Jahannam. As those things fulfill their purpose, but you, because you forgot your purpose, and now you'll be thrown in Jahannam. Because you forgot who created you, and you forgot the reason why you were created. So this is the whole purpose of why we act the way we act, brothers. The actions that we are being told to do, continuously think about them. If not, if not, just realize where our children will go. Many children that I saw at the farms did not know how to slaughter. Did not know why they're slaughtering. They think they're just slaughtering an animal so they can go home and eat some type of meat today. Is this the reason? Did, were you, did you take the time? Did you actually take the time the night before? When you were when you were fasting on the day of Arafah, when you were about to break your fast, did you tell them what this great day of Arafah was? Did you take that time to make sure? I'm gonna sit down with you, I'm gonna say to you, listen, tomorrow we're going to go and do this sacrifice. Practicing following the Sunnah of Ibrahim and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and this is the reason why we do it. Did you know that Ismail alayhi salam was said to his father, Ya Abati, oh my father, sacrifice me the way Allah wants you to sacrifice. And the moment you think that you might hesitate, fear Allah, turn my neck to the ground and don't see my face, but rather cut my neck off my body. So Allah is pleased. So Allah is pleased. So for a moment you don't think that you love me more than you love Allah. <laughs> that is the point of that sacrifice. That is the point of going and teaching your children that one day you'll be able to sacrifice for the sake of Allah the way Ismail was willing to. The way Ibrahim was willing to. This is the, this is the legacy of the, of the Anbiya. Ibrahim salam takes a stand against Nimrud. Musa salam takes a stand against Fir'aun. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa takes a stand against Quraysh and Lahab and Abu Jahl of the time and declares to the whole world that we will follow nothing but Billah of Ibrahim 
السلام does not matter what you will think at all. This is our background. These are our forefathers. These are the footsteps that we have to follow. And finally, two minutes. I know I got 25, but inshallah, one more minute. Dear brothers and sisters, many times I see people sometimes stand in the place that I'm standing, and in the name of politics and in the name of civil rights, they promote homosexuality. I've seen it all. But I have to say this because Allah will ask me. Sometimes they stand and they say, oh, we have to support such and such because we will get the rights. We will get some type of civil rights and we will get, Fear Allah, what direction are you taking your children? Is it that you want your children, your mother, your, your daughters and your sons to be homosexuals? Is that the way? He's standing here and telling people it's okay. Just it's about rights. No, it's not about rights. It's about what Allah says what is right and wrong. It's not what you and I think is right and wrong, brothers and sisters. Imagine cowardice has a price and I will end it here. The short-term price of cowardice is you might get something in two days. Somebody will throw you some bone for one day, two days, three days, four days. But the price that you will pay is the end of humanity. That's the price that you will pay is the end of humanity. And the long term, if you actually take a stand and say wrong is wrong, doesn't matter who does it. Oppression is oppression, doesn't matter who does it. If you're willing to take that stand, the, the standing for that time, even though against cowardice, is long term benefit when you will have your children still saying, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. That is the long term benefit. And this is the short-term benefit of, of kufr and of cowardice. And Ibrahim did not think for a moment over there about his father and say, well, I could get some money out of my father. After all, he's a minister. After all, he makes money. After all, this is the way I feel my stomach and my mother feel the stomach. This is the way I can get the same type of status he has. He says, no, no, no. Fear Allah. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sacrifice for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Give up for the, 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 the shirr for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Stand with Allah. Whatever it is that you think that you want to achieve, the moment you will take a stand with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, هو رب العرش العظيم الذي خلق الموت والحياة إن الله على كل شيء قدير the one that can protect him Ibrahim from the fire burning fire you don't think it's like you حسبنا الله ونعمه حسبنا الله ونعمه وجزاكم الله خيرا Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.